What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the what is now known as the Brain Gains Podcast. Switched up the name of the podcast, found this one pretty catchy. But in today's episode, I had the honor talking with a very inspiring individual by the name of Che Knotts. This episode was so much fun to record because we both kept it so authentic and so real with each other. I know that everyone listening will receive a ton of value from this one. So enjoy the episode and make sure to check out Che's Instagram. 5Che. That's the number 5, C-H-A-Y. Enjoy, guys. Yo, what's going on, man? How much, man? Good to meet you. Thank you for joining, bro. Good to meet you officially. Face to I like face. the flow. I like what you got going on right hey, there. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, you and I, like, we've been, like, friends over that, you know, yeah, um, group chat for probably like I mean it's been over a year now that that group chat's been in existence. I was gonna say like it's been a while. I was gonna say like what I don't think we've officially met like actually. Officially. I don't think so because I don't. One time in a video. Yeah, I- well I don't even know. Were you there during that first call that we had during the first three months or whatever? We I, think I was in I was in one of them for a very short time, but that was like way back and gotcha. Like for a couple of minutes and then I was gone. So. Gotcha. <laughs> well then, here we are. This is crazy. It's, it's been- awesome. I, I see the sh- I see the hoodie too. I like that. The Gary V. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The yeah. uh, the rock happiness, happiness hoodie. We love it. Love it, bro. Awesome. It always, always repping the happiness. <laughs> and I like the whole setup you got going in the back too. You got all the. That's awesome. Yes, sir. It's what I do. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. I know like a little bit about you. If you want to like you know explain. What you do specifically? I know you're like in your art is like photography and a little bit of acting as well too. So if you just want to explain that, yeah, absolutely. So my name is Che. For those of you that don't know, and Jake, hi. Um, <laughs> I'm a photographer and videographer currently. That's my active profession. It's what I'm currently growing in. I'm currently in the works with various different brands and companies locally, working with them, creating different content and stuff like that, as well as just doing photo shoots. A lot of portraiture, although I'd like to start merging into the brand area and stuff like that. Videography is kind of a newer thing for me. I've started collecting some of the video gear to try to, you know, up my video game, make better quality content. I really would like to start working with um, musicians in that sense, creating uh, videos representing them and their music and their art. But again, it's kind of a long road to kind of get yourself into that niche. Um, this was actually kind of a newer venture for me, though. This is not like my life passion and stuff like that, although it's one of the passions that I have and will most likely stay with me uh, forever, if not for a very long time. Uh, my main passion in life is performing arts, musical theater, Broadway, on stage, um, touring, whatever I can do to be on stage and let people forget about their problems for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, uh, just to be up there, you know, performing my heart out and making people experience emotion and story and that's mm-hmm. that's it for me and and photography kind of fell in as a happy accident at the beginning of covid when i didn't really have like any performing to do because all the theaters were shutting down and everything was going south and i was like okay so i sat on my ass for probably three weeks and you know watch netflix and play video games like everybody else and then i was like i feel like the biggest waste of space ever so i started just picking up the camera and and messing around with it and it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I kept on doing it. And literally every single day for what, what has been probably, I mean, up to this day, I probably have only gone a handful of days without picking up the camera. And that's, that was back in March. Um, so it's just been constant and I love it so much. But performing arts, photography, video, and all the things kind of pertaining to media, marketing, and entertainment, that's kind of me. Wow, that's awesome. Did you go to school for performing arts? Is that like something you kind of- No, so I just graduated high school last year. Oh, wow. wow. That's yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm 19 <laughs> and um, I just graduated high school last year and college, not necessarily in, you know, like the plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's never felt right kind of being in one spot. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I kind of, I don't know if I- I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I'm sure I have it because I'm like here, here, all over the place. And just being in college to like focus on one thing or be stuck in one place, mm-hmm. is like, it's never resonated with me very well. And the idea of spending all the money as well also never quite hit right. So I figured with how far I've come just, you know, doing community theater locally, taking some professional classes, going to some professional workshops, 
And then also how far I've come with the photography and video doing it 100%, you know, myself with some help from my mom, who has also been a photographer. She taught me a thing or two and YouTube, the best college out there. I have built what is, you know, becoming a sustainable business out of this. And I had a lot of opportunity right before COVID hit for the performing arts. I was ready to go full-time and do, you know, auditioning and doing shows professionally. And then COVID hit and I took that away, but it just never quite hit right as far as like college and stuff like that goes. Wow. That's awesome. That's crazy. Like you have those. And I, I totally agree with that too. Like the thing about college is that it's so like, you're always at like in one, you're kind of stuck in like one kind of position where like you yep. have this such unique branch where you can do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. And that's what makes you unique. And like all the arts that you do, what was like that trigger point that kind of got you into the theater? Like you kind of, that kind of lead way you in, you know? Yeah. That was actually, so I've always at like theme parks and stuff like that. Let's go with that. Um, uh, I used to, back when my parents had a little bit more money, uh, we used to go to more theme parks and stuff like that. And, and most people, when they go to a theme park, they plan their trip around like what rides and stuff and what fast passes they can get if they're talking about Disney and stuff like that. Like um, what rides and attractions can we go to? My family and I, we always planned our trips around when the shows were happening. So if you're familiar with Disney, you know, you've got the Beauty and the Beast show, you've got um you've got uh oh god what was it uh lights lights camera action or, or god why can't i remember uh but it was that car show the stunt show stuff like that i would always go to those and then at bush gardens they had all those dancing um dance shows and, and performances and i always planned around those and i was like this is always really cool never once thought of performing um that was never like never in the in the cards but i always just loved watching it then i was 12 I was 12 years old when I looked at my mom and I was like, I wonder what it would be like to be up there. Like, that's just cool. Like, I wonder what it's like for them to be up there. My mom had that conversation with a friend of hers and told her that I, you know, had said that. And our friend recommended there's this local theater called Stage West right near me. And she was like, well, there's a local theater right here. You know, you should see what they're doing. And we were like, there's a theater? Like, we didn't know. So... We looked them up. Turns out they were having auditions for To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that oh, yeah, uh, yeah. show or book. They were having auditions for that. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so I went to the auditions. They handed me a script, went up. It was the most exhilarating feeling being up on the stage, cold reading for the role of Jem, the, the son. It was the most exhilarating feeling being up on that stage. And I was like, this is so weird read through the part, got off the stage, sat down in the, in the chairs while they were having some other scenes read. And I just started crying. I was like, that was so crazy. Like that feeling, the adrenaline, <laughs> it was the best adrenaline, the best fear that I've ever had to the point where I was like sitting there, 12 year old me, just like crying in the audience. I was like, this is so cool. Uh, I got a call for that role and I ended up playing Jem, which is one of the larger roles in that show. And it just went from there. I did straight plays, like, I mean, as many as I could do. If I wasn't in one, I was auditioning for one. If I wasn't auditioning for one, I was in one. Every opportunity I got, I was in a straight play. Then about a year into this, um, or about two years into this, there were auditions for Legally Blonde or, or a junior version of it um, at the same theater, which was a musical. It was the first musical I'd ever done, first musical I considered for um, I sure hope to God that the recording of the audition never goes to public because, oh boy, <laughs> but I auditioned for it and I ended up getting in there as a role that spoke uh, more than sang, thank God. And moving into that, then all of a sudden I was introduced to song and dance and musical storyline, which was different than straight play storyline. And it just, I mean, I went all in. From that point, I was like, performing, acting is cool singing and dancing and you know musical theater that that was that for me so to answer your question as far as like the trigger point really wasn't until 2019 um because i started this in 2014 the trigger point for me that was like this is more than a hobby because i did it like as a intense intense hobby when i realized that this wasn't like a hobby i was like this is it was when i went to a Broader, when I went to a uh, workshop in Tampa 
for three weeks. It was called Broadway Theater Project. And I literally went and stayed at USF, uh, University of South Florida for three whole weeks. And every day from morning until night was just performing classes, questions, workshops, like with all of these different people that have been in the industry, are in the industry, you know, do stuff for the industry, work in it in any capacity, whether that's casting, directing, um, actually performing, all of that, just sitting and talking and performing with and showcasing and just three weeks, the most, I mean, it was like college in three weeks, like <laughs> that amount of education. And I walked out of that being the most intense experience I've ever had for theater, for anything. And I was like, I could do that every day for the rest of my life and be perfectly happy. That was the trigger point for me that was like, I need to be performing all day, every day. Like, <laughs> that was it. That's awesome. Cause that's like, that's more practical, you know, like you're getting that actual in person experience with. Yep all these like these people that you're actually inspiring to be aspiring to be that's that's incredible and you said like about the photography side or the videography part of the side too you said that it was kind of like a quarantine type hit were you saying yes. and but like was there a trigger point with that one as well something that kind of got you into that or was it like alongside with you doing theater and that kind of I hated photography I want to open this conversation by saying that I hated it my mom, uh, my mom has been a photographer for probably, I mean, probably 15 years now. So like, as long as I can like remember, right. And, um, she's always done it and she's always like, tried to get me behind the cameras, like tried to, you know, be like, <laughs> Hey, you can learn this. And I was always like, no, I got behind the camera a handful of times as a younger kid, you know, between the ages of 10 and 15, probably I got behind it. And I was like, I just don't enjoy it. I'm like, I do not enjoy this one bit. I'm like, mom, you do your thing. Um, then I was like 14 or 15. So yeah, I was probably between the ages of like 10 and 13. Then I was 14 and 15 when I got a job for this company called Grand Images, which is a company my mom has worked for for a very long time. She put you know, a good word out for me, kind of put her name on the line to get me in the door uh, when I was 14, 15. And I ended up working for them and they take pictures of graduation. So all the college and high school graduations pretty much everywhere. Um, so I started doing that and that's not really like creative photography. That's not what I do now, but it got me behind the camera and just, you know, inter interacting with people. Mm -hmm. So I discovered that through that, I really, really enjoyed taking pictures with people and getting to share in that, you know, exciting experience with them. Um, but that again, like that was me turning my camera on auto and the pictures weren't great and the quality isn't amazing, but you know, it's there and it's the work that counts. Then um, when it came to the quarantine, like I said, when it came to the pandemic, that hit and that was around March. Um, well, actually, no, it was a little bit before that. In October, I'll go with October of 2019. Uh, yeah, 2019. Um, I started doing a little bit of like film work. So I was interacting with... Um, this guy that makes short films and commercials and stuff like that locally. And I was helping out on set with that at one point. I was, I was doing grip, so I was, I was sound for that day and just an on-site assistant. And I told him, I was like, I have my camera equipment from God Images with me. Can I just, I was like, let me just use, let me just take some pictures. So I asked him, I was like, do you want behind the scenes pictures of this? He was like, yes, absolutely. So I took a bunch of pictures, all shit, but I took a bunch of pictures and <laughs> I was like, this is cool. This is fun. I would love to learn more about this so I can actually do quality. Then I did a short film gig in Miami and I literally just stayed in Miami for four weeks taking pictures. That was February through March. And I was like, yeah, this is really cool. Again, the pictures weren't incredible. I was just learning Lightroom, just learning some of the editing softwares, proprietary softwares and stuff. And then boom, pandemic hit. And I was like, well, I know for a fact all of the theater momentum has is gone and kind of has been gone uh, because with the last show that I had done was in December. So I've gone like two and a half, three months without a show now. And I was like, well, that's pretty much died down and I'm not about to get any more photography work because I can't go anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, where's the momentum at? I was like, well, right now I'm really into the photography. So let me just keep up with that. So I kept on picking up the camera, 
playing around with everything that I could in the house, setting things up. I mean, I've got a couple of like older looking crates over there. I would set things on top of, and I would just take pictures and whatever. And I just kept on going with that. And now we're here. I've done a few gigs for the lady that runs all the events for my city. I've done some uh, behind the scenes pictures and also worked on set with some major bands, uh, Mammoth, Wolfgang Van Halen and Seven Dust being two of them. And it's just been so much fun. I love it. It's just another one of the passions. Like I'm almost at this point, I'm almost just as passionate about this as I am for theater. And I'm extraordinarily grateful to have found those two things as early as I have in my life. Because at 19 years old, hell, I know people that are still going into college for a business degree because it's useful, but they don't actually know what they're going to do with it. <laughs> That's powerful. I can hear it in your voice too. I can hear the passion of arts. <laughs> I literally can, I can feel it. And literally brother, like I see it in the work that you do on your page. Like you have a talent. Like I see, I'm just like, I wish I lived. Like, where do you, where do you actually like live currently right Florida, now? Florida, Central Florida. Just okay, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I got to go to Florida. Cause this guy, he takes, <laughs> literally, I'm like, this is incredible. And I see that you have not shots. That's like something yes. created yourself. And I, I want to yep. hear a little about not shots. Cause I, I looked and I saw, um, I think it was the guy playing like this uke. And I was like, yo, this is, did you film that? You talking about? Yes. Yes. So yeah. The music video that you're referring to is uh, is Watching Screens by Kid Amy and Arcade. Kid Amy and Arcade is a local band that uh, I'm good friends with. I've been friends with their family for years now, probably, I don't know, between the realm of five to eight years now. But I only recently started working with those two. And I was like, wait a minute, they're doing music. I attended one of their shows because some friends of mine that were also friends with them um, were going and they were hosting like a little house show, like at their house, literally. Um, and I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great time. So I went and I saw and I was like, oh, these guys are good. <laughs> so I was like, while they're still not making millions of dollars, I was like, let me see if I can get in with them. So I asked, I was like, can I make you guys a music video? And they were like, we've been looking for that. And I'm like, bet, let's go. So I did that. Um, that was the first like big video project I had ever done. We shot for three days and the post editing process. I mean, it was like 26 hours of my life. I mean, it was so much. Um, but it was the best. It was amazing learning experience. It was so much fun working with people that you know and actually enjoy being friends with outside of business and that, yeah. So that's one of the first projects, like major video projects that I've done. As far as not shots goes, I was like, okay, here's the thing. I was looking at like business and I was like, I can make a viable business out of photography and video. I'm like, I know I can with the, with the way that like I can go about things and the amount of energy I'm capable of putting into various topics. I'm like, I know I can do this. What I don't want to do, what I desperately want to avoid is the cliche photographer. I don't want to be, you know, chain off photography. I don't want to be like, literally, that's what every photographer does. It's like their name photography or their name media or their name industry. Like it's, it's so straightforward and generic. I'm like, okay, how can I like make this a little bit more entertaining? But not from not only for myself, but for everybody else that will see my company name. And I was like, I have to incorporate my last name. I was like, I wanted to be personal to me. I'm like, I don't just want to say like the photography media or company or the you know whatever. So I was like, I want this to be personal to me. So I was like, not shots. Kind of just rolls off the tongue. It was kind of one of the first things I thought of too. I was thinking of like a couple of different names and and not shots was on there. And I was like, that one just rolls. I was like, that one just makes sense. So I wrote that name in there um, to preface that I was thinking of that name because earlier in 2019-ish, I kind of had like my first little business venture that is now completely dead. Um, but it's, it was my first little like business venture and I called it Not Innovative, not only to keep in my last name, but also to be a play on words. It's like not innovative. Um, so I had fun with that one, but I, I've kind of put that one under the rug for now. Um, but if you're interested in hearing more about that one, you can go and listen to uh, Ankit's podcast actually one of the first episodes that he did I was on and, and I explained not innovative to him but um that's was the kind of mindset I was going with I was like okay I have not innovative now I can like kind of move into like the not shots like that just it just made sense awesome that's sweet man yeah that's I mean when I was looking at it I'm like okay I see like I see the plan words see not shots I was like wait not and I didn't know your last name is <laughs> not and then I was like oh oh yeah, yeah yeah my last name is not <laughs> <laughs> well I saw, and I saw Chainan, I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's actually so cool. Like, that's neat. And I saw like, you have 
it's a whole different, I look at it as like a whole different basis from all the other like um, photography, I guess, websites I'd see. You have like, hey, you can have this done easy just like that. Like, is that like your vision for not shots? Like what's your main like- Ooh, let's get into vision. You know really what I'm saying? Quick. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into visions really quick. Vision, massive. Right now, not so massive, but massive. So when it comes to that, yes. When I look at other photography, video, media, overall companies, the biggest thing that I see in the industry right now is a bunch of people trying to do shit and all these media companies doing shit, but they take two, three, five, six weeks to do it. That's not a long time in the grand scheme of things, right? That's, it's really not. But for people like me that fly at mock Jesus all day, every day, speed wise, always going and like constantly working you need things done really fast when i say that i want something to be done and somebody takes six days 14 days you know three weeks to do it i'm like it would have been nice to be able to just get it done right there right then right so my goal is because of the experience that i've had in you know working with people that take too long for my liking and i know that there's more people like me that would kill to have things done the second that they that it leaves their mouth, right? My goal is to be the company that you can go to that your guaranteed turnaround time is anywhere between one and three weeks. No longer. There's no reason for it to take longer. You can hire people. You can do things to make sure that the process gets done. So that's my vision for Not Shots right now in the short term is to be the guy or <laughs> it's the guy, it's the company, but it's, it's me. Um, that you can go to that will get it done, get it done good, and get it done fast. That's what it is. Now, mm. going into the long-term vision really mm. quick, because this is fun. This is something I kind of had like a moment with a few weeks ago. I was like, yeah, or like probably two or three months ago now. I was like, yeah, this is what I mean. Not shots will be the Amazon of the media industry. What I mean by that is like, when you want to go shopping, when you want to buy something, your first place to check is Amazon. When you want to go get something printed, your first thought is most likely anything between Staples, Office Depot, Vista Print, uh, Sticker Mule, stuff like that when it comes to getting printed, stuff made. What I want is for Not Shots to be that one company that you go to, you think of, like right now, Grad Images is kind of like that go-to. It's like Grad Images, Gigante, and Life Touch, like the three major companies that handle graduations. They're the ones that you kind of just go to. I want NotShots to be that company that when you need something done in any kind of capacity, right now it's focused more on like portraiture, uh, brand image and brand video and marketing and analytics and stuff like that right now. That's kind of like where it's geared towards, but eventually grow to a point where it is more of an Amazon. They uh, umbrellas over everything media wise, like media related that falls between management and actually managing you know, client accounts and their marketing needs that comes from actually creating content, creating commercial, creating brand image, stuff like that. And we're just like a standard, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you think of like, oh yeah, 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 that's, that's kind of like, so you're, when you look at like a, a startup photographer in 15, 25, 45 years, you're going to look at them and say, oh yeah, yeah. So you're trying to do like what Notchops does. Mm. That's, that's what I want right there. Mm. That's a powerful vision. I like that. <laughs> it's so big. I, I intimidate myself. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> no, you need, you need that big goal though. You know, you need to have something absolutely yourself. So you have something to really strive for, really push all in. And I see that's, that's what you're putting. You say you given that hard work, you're branching now, you're doing the things that you need to do. And you know, yes, sir. I said, I can hear it in your voice. And one of the things that I was reaching out to you about is that you said that um, you've been working like more on yourself, more on your lifestyle. And Oh my God. You have, you know, the whole, a whole business going, a whole not shots. You got this whole thing created, this whole vision. What are some things you're doing in your current lifestyle just to keep yourself disciplined and motivated? The discipline and motivation comes and goes constantly. Mm. That's one thing I'll say. A lot of people see like, well, look at, you know, online, you see like those iceberg pictures that are like the water, what you see, what mm -hmm. you don't see. What everybody sees from me right now is like constant drive, constant, you know, go get them, constant work always doing something. That's what people see right now. What they don't see is the hours that I spend just sitting in front of my computer screen and then looking down at my phone. And then three hours later, I've accomplished nothing. 
And that happens more frequently than you might think, considering my momentum and what people actually see and what people will say about me. The drive and the momentum comes and goes really, really aggressively. It will hit me and I will get so much shit done that most people can't get done in two months in a week. And then it will leave and then nothing. What I will say is that the work ethic and the actual discipline comes with a influx in the work. When I get more work or when more things are happening in my life, the drive just kind of happens. You have to get things done. It's a little bit hard to explain, but that's kind of it. No, it I comes see it. To, like specifically yeah. to answer your question about the drive and the discipline, it comes and goes, mm -hmm. but it becomes easier to discipline yourself and to continue to stay motivated when there's a lot on your plate. Mm. At least for me, mm. that's how it kind of works for me. When there's more stuff there, when there's only like one little thing, I'm like, uh, okay, I gotta go do that, you know, whatever. But like right now I'm in my busy season where all the companies I work for are all working all at once. So I'm being shot off. I literally haven't like stopped working in like three weeks, like every yeah. single day, nonstop. I have work later today. Um, so this month I've been popping off because my time management has gone through the roof. That's kind of it. As far as working on like myself, which was the first thing you kind of brought up in that statement, there's not a lot of things that I do that are routine in my life. Nothing in my life is really like, wake up, do this, do this, at this time, at this time, at this time, and then I get to work on other things. I have zero routine, zero, nothing, nada. There is not a single bit of my life that is consistent for better or worse, right? But not a single part of it. What I do is almost all of it is mindset. It's all mental. Like physical discipline is good. Making sure that you do particular things to stay on top of tasks and to make sure that everything gets done is good. For me, a lot of that comes inherently. My work ethic comes inherently. My ability to continue moving comes inherently with all of the thinking and the mental work that I do. And I don't take time out of my day to just sit and think through. And like people, people think that you have to sit and make time to work on your mental state. And for me, it happens on the go. If I'm in the middle of working and I just have a moment of like serenity in the middle of my work, I'm just like, oh, I can like enjoy this. Oh, this is where I'm at. This is me. This is where we're at. I'm doing this. Oh my God, everything. This is, I'm, this is so cool. I'm so grateful I get to work and do all this stuff. I'm driving somewhere or I'm driving home from somewhere. I'm like, I can sit and I'll be listening to a good piece of music. That's my time to think. I'm sitting and I'm jamming to really, really good music, whether it's a slow ballad or freaking rock. Like, I don't know. I, I, I listen <laughs> to everything, by the way. I just sit and I, and I, I think during everything that I do. I'm always thinking, if not about work, then about my current mental state. And if I'm not feeling good, like yesterday was one of the days where I wasn't feeling as good. I was in a little bit more pain. I had my uh, wisdom teeth taken out about a week ago. So I was in a little bit more pain uh, yesterday and I wasn't feeling so good because of some other stuff that, that was kind of going on with a friend of mine. And I just sat and I was thinking about all that. And I'm like, rather than sitting here and thinking about that and telling myself that I'm not enough and whatever, because it, it, it's a lot. I just decided to sit there and smile. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't feeling good, but I just sat there and I just smiled. There was nothing to smile about in that moment, but the act of smiling for me, like it's one of the many, many tools that I have in my toolbox that allow me to just start the stepping stone process of over the next hour and a half or two hours, lift up my mood. So when I got home last night, I was feeling so good. I went to the gym and it was nine o'clock at night and that's it. <laughs> that's little, little tiny incremental things mm -hmm. to improve the mental state. And with my mental state comes my ability to stay physically disciplined. That is my mm. That's powerful. And I, I like that because that makes you unique to yourself. It's kind of like, the fact that you're surrendering to everything you're doing around you, that's what you're doing. You're like, 
you're surrendering in the moment, even when something bad is coming in, like you said, you smile, you surrender to, okay, I'm at where I'm at right now. You know, this is the process, but I'm going to enjoy the process. You know, yes. that's like that perspective, man. You're taking yourself yes. up and you're being like, dude, it doesn't even like, look how far I've come already. Like, I'm just going to soak this in every moment. And that's a motivator in itself. And it's like, oh, yes, you always can climb on your why. Like you have a why, like you have something in mind where it's like, okay, any how that comes in, like, how can I do this? Oh, what's my why? Oh, yeah, I got that. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> well, you're slowly getting that. Yes. That, that's, that's incredible. You got that one. Yeah, I commend you that. that. I commend you also for being honest with me too, because that's like, I totally relate to that. It's that, you know, there's times where I'm just grabbing my phone, I'm just sitting down. It's like, because to be that go, 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 go is it's hard. Man. It's yep. like, go, go, go. We have to, you know, be sometimes, you know, we just have to step back and be like, all right, let me just <laughs> get my process going in my thoughts yeah. and everything. So yeah, it's, it's definitely that. Uh, kind of and t- also to, to add to it is like, when I said earlier, like people think you have to stop and sit and really think and you don't, you just go. Mm-hmm. I also need to add a second perspective to that, which is that sometimes you do just have to like when you're sitting and you do have 25 minutes where you're not doing anything. Sometimes you do just have to sit mm-hmm. and do whatever you do to get into a nice, like calm state. For me, I pop in my headphones and I listen to music. I love music, music. I mean, can adjust my mood from happy to sad, to angry, to happy, to ecstatic, to crying like that, right? So for me, it's, you know, pop it in the headset, listening to some good music, observing my surroundings. I do a lot more um, like observation of what's around me to appreciate what's around me rather than the internal, like just close mm-hmm. your eyes, sit, think, breathe. Because for me, there's a lot more positivity and there's a lot more joy in observing the things that are around me than observing the things that I can think about. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But or like, it's like an appreciation kind of, you know, you have appreciation oh, absolutely. for everything. Yeah. That, that's powerful. That's something that that'll take you very far too. just literally being mm-hmm. and grateful for exactly where you're at. Um, exactly. Yeah. And you were saying earlier how uh, you said you were like, had some work to go to uh, later. Is that like, are you, having some like big project coming up or something? Is it something like you work? No, so it's, it's just grad images work. So it's great. It's the graduations and stuff like that. Okay. Um, they, yeah. So some more high schools are graduating. Got to go take care of them. No, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's, I, I am extremely, extremely grateful to have that work. And I, and I do love it because uh, mm-hmm. I get to interact with people, all these graduates and all these students and stuff like that. I mean, they're all my age. They're all yeah. between the ages of 18 and 22. And they come through, they're excited. You know, they put work in, so they're excited. They're coming through. I get to be there. You know, my smile, I, my energy comes off and, you know, rubs off on other people. And we come up and we vibe and it's a great time. And I love people. That's one big thing for me is any work that I do, I love people. So if I get to interact with people, even if it's not the best job in the world, I cannot get enough of interacting with people, particularly people that, you know, vibe off my energy and I vibe off theirs. That's it. Um, but there are, there are a couple of things that are happening right now. Like uh, there's a big trampoline park that's right in front of me that uh it's called summit adventure park and i actually just signed a contract with them yesterday to do some of their social content so like that's happening uh i'm talking with kid amy arcade that that band again about doing another music video with them so that's a thing i've got three other people two of which are videographers and one of them is more of an actor slash like writer and we want to put together like a short film so like things are happening like some balls are starting to roll and uh, might have some big projects coming up, but yeah. yeah, for now it's just, it's it's just work that you know these other companies are sending me. But it's nice; it gives me a little bit of a financial buffer to really work on personal projects that don't pay, so, mm. you know, for the next two or three months. Yeah, I, I look up to you, bro. Like you have the like, <laughs> you have no fear. You can go in somewhere, and is that what you do? You go in somewhere or match with someone, and you say like, "Hey, like I do this, and this is what I'm here to serve you for." Um, like this is what I have to offer. Is like like that how you kind of approach that situation? Yep. So if you're, are you talking specifically about like approaching people for like yeah, like uh, like the trampoline prod, like the trampoline one for example. Like you just um kind of like got a contract. So like- they were more of a they they were a right place at the right time kind of thing. Um, for most people, yes, I would like show up and I would say, hey, you know, you got a couple minutes to talk. I would love to talk to you about your you know your business, your brand, whatever. And um, we 
can talk about what kind of content we can create and how we can get that done. Here's what I can do for you. Here's what you can do for me, back and forth, back and forth, stuff like that. When it comes to the trampoline park very specifically, um, I, I'm also like, I do a lot of like flips and stuff like that. And I do a lot of acro uh, acrobatics on like their trampolines and they've got a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm one of the better people in the building. Um, they can do a lot of tricks, I guess. Yeah. And the guy that actually does the social media there um, came up to a friend of mine and I who were just doing crackhead shit on the trampolines, right? It was so much fun. We were just having a blast doing some crazy stuff. And he comes up to us and is like, you guys are actually really amazing. And we would love to have you. We've got a small group of people that do acro and they come in and we do like, you know, um, we take some videos with you guys for like our social media. Is that something you guys would want to do? And I was like, hell yeah, it is. By the way, I'm a photographer. If you also want that, <laughs> it was, it was perfect because we were sitting there talking about doing a, a shoot as me as one of the actors. And I was like, by the way, like, yeah. I, I, I also have cameras and in, in, in halfway competent, um, you know, if you want to talk about doing some photo and video work, is that something some would be interested in? He looked right at me and was like, yes, actually, that's something wow. I'm very interested in looking for. And I was like, cool. <laughs> so I ended up doing a shoot for them uh, for free. And I came in and I was like, listen, let me just do a small video and photo shoot. Um, get you a couple, couple demo assets to show you what I'm kind of capable of from there we will, you know, talk about it. And I created the content. He gave me a call and just wouldn't stop raving for like 10 minutes about the content. He was like, this is the best, you know, you know, this is like amazing. And I was like, thanks. Thank you. Um, and through a couple back and forth negotiations, because some of the pricing, some of the, you know, deliverables didn't quite add up. And then after going back and forth a couple of times, we settled on a rate for like an intro starter package. And we're only going to go up from there. So wow, I'm excited. Wow, that's awesome. That's, that's yeah. great, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, to kind of like, I guess, wrap this up. Um, I kind of actually, matter if I add one one point to that to that last thing, go as for far it, as like the work and 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 stuff like that. This kind of falls into like when I said it was the right right time, you know, right place, right time. Mm. That kind of falls into the opportunity category you know when things when it comes down to everything that i do anything that i've ever done it's only because i've had the opportunity to do it you know that guy came up to me and talked to me the broadway theater project performing arts thing back in 2019 you know that that was like an opportunity that i had because i got some scholarship opportunity and some financial assistance and whatever i had the opportunity to go i've had the opportunity to sit and learn about you know, the photo and video. I've had the opportunity to go to vocal lessons and go to, you know, dance and, 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 and practice these things. But I've only ever had those opportunities because you put yourself out there. Everything and anything that I will do and have ever done only ever happened because I go, I have fun, I meet people mm. and I talk to people and I try everything. Even if somebody like I can't really do something, somebody's like, yo, this is kind of something. And I'm like, bet, let me learn. Like, I want to do this. Maybe not even on a work thing. Like two weeks ago, I went surfing for the first time. That is the most misery I've gone through for the least reward, but it was so much fun anyway, right? Yeah. Like just trying everything and being everywhere that you can and just having fun with it. But people cannot sit and talk about how they don't have opportunity or how they yeah. haven't, you know, been, been handed any work opportunities or nobody's coming to them for work. I'm like, nobody's coming to you for work. You have to go out and you have to give yourself the opportunity to have the opportunity because it's not just opportunity to work. It's not a B and then final product. It's yeah. sometimes you have to have a skill, put yourself out there, give yourself the opportunity for somebody to give you the opportunity to then work. Like there's it all, boils down to that opportunity and always putting yourself out there because nobody's going to give you anything. Mm, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for adding that at the end. Yeah. It's, it's always about putting yourself out there. Like your opportunities will come, yeah. they'll be shown and present to you throughout the day, but it's all on the self to like, will I reach and go outside of myself and do this and actually like take the step. And I see that you're doing that. Yep. It goes key in hand with the last question. I'd just love to ask everyone is that like, what would you say to someone, especially other kids your age that's struggling to pursue their dream right now? Like, what would you tell them, you know? That's struggling to pursue their dream. 
I mean, it really depends. Every person is different. It will depend upon the, you know, the conversation that I have with them, the type of person that they are, what their interests are. If they're struggling to follow their dream, but they know what makes them happy, maybe that's not what makes them happy if they're struggling to follow it. My, my, I would suggest a couple different things, a couple different pathways here. Try, you know, you know, talking about it, try going out. I'm like, here, like, um, I don't know, a, a direct example might be, uh, God, I can't even think of a direct example, but when a person will come up and, you know, they're talking they're like, how do you stay motivated to go up and do, it kind of falls into the category of what I talked to you about earlier, which is people, you know, talking about how do you stay motivated and disciplined to continue yeah. going forward. I'm like, if you really love it and really enjoy it, you'll continue to do the things that provide you the opportunity to continue to do the craft and thing that you enjoy, whether it's a paid project or a personal project. If somebody hasn't found their dream yet, and that's what they're struggling with, all I would say is what, you know, like Gary Vee or, or similar people will, will say, and that's just to do everything. Mm. Do everything that comes your way. Because right now, everybody knows me because for the photography and video, I have a whole nother friend group inside of the world that knows me for my performing, right? But then there's also a very small group of people that know me because for numerous months, I was pretty hardcore messing around with some leather projects. Like I would make things out of leather, like, um, you know, sheaths for knives and journals and stuff like that. I would make that and, and craft these pieces. Uh, I've gotten into gaming. I've got numerous friends that I, you know, are friends with because I play video games with them. And, you know, like horseback riding is another thing. I did that. I was in a 4-H group for a while. did that. Like, so just all these different places and things and opportunities, I've tried a hell of a lot of things and I found out a hell of a lot more things that I don't enjoy than I do. But at least I've found these things and I'm like, I could really be happy doing everything that I'm doing right now. And to boil that down to a blanket statement, if you haven't found your dream, keep trying things, do everything. If your friend says, yo, let's go, you know, let's go rollerblading. And you don't think you enjoy rollerblading, but you haven't really gone rollerblading, go freaking rollerblading. If you have found something that you're like, I think this could make me happy. Like I like, and you're just tasting it. Like maybe you've only been doing it for two months and you're like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Double down on it. If you don't have the time or the financial ability to double down on it, continue to work on it for an hour or two hours a day. Maybe you're able to dedicate five hours a week to just sitting and trying to learn about it. And that's it. But just incrementally work your way to a point where you, if you haven't found it, start realizing what makes you happy. If you have found it, work your way to a point where you discover if you truly, if it truly makes you happy, or if it's just one of your hobbies because I enjoy gaming, but I would never make a career out of it. I enjoy leather work, would never make a career out of it. I don't have enough passion for it to do it 12 hours a day. Mm. But that, yeah, that I, I think that's my answer. Yeah, beautiful answer, man. I, I'm inspired, <laughs> bro. I'm literally inspired. I know everyone's <laughs> inspired, man. That's thank you. And thank you for taking the time of your day just to come on here and talk with me. Like, everyone, dude, check out this guy's page, check out this guy's page. Like, <laughs> You are awesome, thank bro. You, thank you so just, much yeah. for wanting to have the conversation. Mm. It, it really warms my heart through everything that I've done because I'm so, I'm, I'm hella early. Like 19 years old, I'm not even successful yet, but I've got enough passion that people look at me and they visualize mm. success in that passion and in that, you know, constant movement. And it warms my heart so much to know that although I'm I'm so early in what I'm doing and I haven't done anything yet that people still want to sit and have a conversation for it and and I, I'm still working on this constantly because something that like Gary puts on his page constantly and other and other influencers <laughs> put on their page is like don't listen to anything right don't don't listen to that and I'm like ah oh, it's so hard because I'm so happy that I get to help people mm. and yet somehow people's negativity towards me I'm like well they don't know me like mm. I'm still not affected by it but somehow like I I struggle with understanding if when I when I when I feel good that people you know are inspired by what I do 
I struggle to understand because I'm so I'm so early. Like I, I've really only been really hardcore paying attention and learning this for the past year and a half. I struggle to know if that's like me being that kind of like conceited. Like maybe I shouldn't be hearing that or not because I'm still able to hear that and I still feel good. But when people are negative towards me or or tell me to calm down or say I have too much energy or like, you know, that's not a reasonable goal because I, even though I'm so early in the process, I've already been told that a handful of mm. times that like what I do is like, you know, it's not necessarily sustainable. You want to have something that's safe. I'm like, nothing's safe, fucker. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing is safe. Not even anything that I'm doing is yeah. safe, you know? But um, just to kind of wrap up that statement is like, just, just go. I mean, I don't know. Like, should just I get yeah. that? Like, like I just, I'm, I'm so happy that people will listen to me and, and will, will, will go and feel inspired. And, and I really appreciate you wanting to bring me on to help provide value through your audience and my audience together. And that just, that's a lot. It's, it's amazing. And, and, and you and I will have a conversation soon because I want to have you on for mine because I'm pretty <laughs> backlog for my content because I want to talk about, you know, fitness and health and stuff like that, because that's something I need to work on too, is because I, 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 I'm not very healthy. So it's, good, but it's great. <laughs> Thank you, brother. No, but like, for real, like what you're saying is like, that's kind of what I want to put and preach out is that someone who is going through something, they can see that change is possible because you're showing me, you are literally the living example of like change. I can do this. Someone's listening. I mean, like, wow, like I can go do whatever it is I want to do. Cause this kid is someone who's another human. I, he can do it. I can do it. You know, that's like, also. I also need to make sure, I also need to make sure for the people that are listening to this, I need to make sure that if you're between the ages of 22 and 27 and you haven't done anything, like the stuff that I'm doing, you know, it, it, it can A, be inspiring because I'm so young and I'm going for it. And no, I'm not successful at it, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point there is traction. It's not mm -hmm. negative um, right now, right? But I'm 19, I'm young and I'm doing it. The flip side of it is that people will look at that and say, oh my God, I'm 25 and this kid's done more than me. Gah, you know, that, that can be a downer. I need to make sure for, for, for perfect clarity, for anybody listening to this, if you're between the ages of 22, 27, 35, whatever it is, if you haven't made that change or whatever, it's not because I'm young and I made the change. It's because I figured it out and I made the change. And I actually need to go back on that. I didn't figure it out. I don't have it figured out. All I'm doing is doing what feels right, one rock stepping stone at a time, one lily pad at a time. And sometimes you fall under the water and you're like, that didn't work. But <laughs> you know, you get back up, you keep going. Maybe you fall in that water and it takes you another thousand feet downstream or, or upstream. And now you have to, or downstream, and then you have to fight your way back upstream, right? You know, it's, it's like a lot of people will say is take, you know, one step back to take 10 steps forward. But every effort that you make to go three inches forward, even if you fall and end up five feet back, you're still going to have learned from that. And now we'll be able to navigate 10 feet forward, which is more, you know, just like that. So just my point to that is to add clarity to this whole conversation and say, like, it's not because I'm young. It's not because I figured it out. It's just because I've made the conscious effort every day any time I have five seconds to myself to sit and say, I'm good. I'm fine. How am I feeling right now? Literally just checking in. Why am I feeling this way? Self-awareness in your emotions and mental state is one of the biggest, or one of the biggest aspects of that. And one of my biggest proponents towards helping that is just being able to sit there and say, why am I feeling this way? If I can pinpoint a source, I can then work on my perspective of that situation or the source. Working on the perspective of the source influences my mood one step at a time. Then all of a sudden, an hour and a half later, you're perfectly fine. It's not an instant switch. When people are like, just be positive or just smile. Don't think about that. Be grateful. I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I'm like, it's, it doesn't work like that. Mm. It's incrementally over the course of an hour, over the course of a week, mm. you know, over the course of, I've, I've, I've struggled with something for a very long time um, from December of 2019 until about April of 2020. And then it, and then it hit me again and I was bad until like the middle of May, that six month period was one of the biggest learning experiences for me of exactly how to tackle my emotions, particularly around heartbreak, but you know, around everything that you're feeling, mm. right. 
that's that's what that is. It is consistent self-awareness to always in your day-to-day life because long-term, it doesn't matter. Long-term, your goal is to be happy. In your day-to-day life, every single day, anytime you have a moment, half a second, five seconds to sit and think for yourself, check in exactly how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way. And then if it's good, great, keep smiling, keep it up. If you're not feeling so hot, if you're feeling angry, sad, don't flip it. There is no flipping it. There's no like, oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Okay. Happy. That's not how this works. There is, okay, let me just, rather than being frustrated by this little thing that's about to happen, let me just breathe it off. I'm not feeling good. I'm still not feeling good, but I've, I, I've, I've taken a deep breath and I've, and I've shouldered off something that would have made me upset otherwise. Now I have one less thing on my shoulders weighing me down. It makes me upset or sad or angry. And now I only have to focus on the other 15 things. Do that one by one. And that's the process for achieving a slightly better mental state in the moment. That's a process for achieving a slightly better mental state in the long run, a better mental state, a better mindset and perspective state will initially, well, not initially, but will be an inherent trait towards maintaining your momentum in anything that you do. Thank you for that, brother. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for your honesty, really, throughout the whole talk. For real, thank you. Of course. There's there's well, you know. there's no reason for there to be anything else except for transparency and exactly what's going on. There's no sugarcoating. There's there only is what every human goes through. And the saying nobody's got it figured out is very true. I don't like saying it because it's overly used. It's cliche. It's the same thing as me just saying, just have a different perspective, right? That's overused at this point. It's all about giving contextual, contextual perspective. Mm. Um, But all these people that want to look like they have it figured out, there really only is, are you happy in your current mental state and in your physical state? wherever you are, that's it. And the only way to achieve that is to be brutally honest with everybody, with yourself, and make sure that you do everything in your power to maintain what you have, which is your head and your perspective, which is the most powerful thing in the world for you. Mm. Let's all first find the perspective in our heart and the success in our heart. Yes. Success is right here in our heart. Thank you. Always. Appreciate it. Of course, man. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on. This was this was a lot of fun. This was a, I, uh, authentic. Real. The authenticity in the conversation was yeah. I, I was I was I was vibing. This was great. <laughs> Dude, I'm very grateful to like just know more about you. And now I know like who Che is. And I'm just like, that's, that's yes, awesome. sir. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I appreciate it a lot, man. And it will be really good. You and I you and I'll be on another one. Yeah, we'll chop it up. We'll chop it up, bro. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Much love, man. Of course. Much love, man.